I'm talking today with Raleigh Williams III, a University of Arkansas running back and founding partner of Milk and Honey Sports. Raleigh, welcome. Excited to have you on. Thank you for having me, man. How you doing? I'm doing awesome. I like cannot like contain my excitement. I'm just like all like jacked up right now after watching your like highlight reel. I mean, have you seen the uh, YouTube video New Level? It was like you just like balled out. Yeah, maybe a couple of years ago, man. I haven't watched highlights of myself in a long time, but as fired up as you are, I kind of want to go watch it myself now. Yeah, you got it. Do you remember throwing a uh, touchdown pass in a yeah, game? Yeah, I remember that well. I definitely remember that. All right, all right. I was going to like, I do, you know, you said you haven't watched in a while, but like when you do, do you, you, you miss the game? Yeah, I miss it every day, man. I played since the age of four. Um, it's not going to play anymore, but I uh, thank God I get to still be a part of the business aspect of football. Yeah, I mean, you said you've been involved at the age of four. Who? Who first introduced you? Who first put the ball in your hands? My dad. Uh, my dad played high school college football. Um, he coached high school for a while. Um, and that was just the way that we bonded early on. Um, and I have a little brother. Uh, he played at Texas A&M. Uh, so football has definitely been a big part of my family my whole life. Yeah, you know, I, I'm just guessing, but like being the third, I'm guessing your dad, you're not guessing, yep. your dad's obviously the second. Like yep. the family must be really important to you. Talk to us about the importance of family. It's extremely important to me. You know, everything I do is about, you know, putting my family name in a positive light. Um, and really right now, just trying to set up my life and my career to be something that my great, great grandchildren can be proud of one day. Yeah, for sure. And uh, like, I feel like every time I talk to somebody who played football, like in high school in Texas, I got to ask, well, you know, Friday Night Lights, ta- Texas football, like, what was it like for you? I mean, it was amazing. You know, I, I was talking to my fiance the other day about it. High school, Texas high school football is still my favorite version of football to watch yeah. um, over college over the NFL um it's just so pure um it's you know hometowns you know you go to the stands and you see uh, the person you see at Walmart or the person you know the teachers or you know your yeah. ex-girlfriend like it's always you know some sort of reunion and uh, it's nothing better than that uh that's awesome well I we were talking earlier about the highlight and you you know just balling out of Arkansas like is there is there like a memory at a game that sticks out the most like I know you had um you know, we talked about you throwing a touchdown pass, but is there like one memory that uh, sticks out? Man, uh, it's crazy because my best game I ever played was the only college game where my family wasn't there. Um, so, oh, man. But it's crazy because it was Mississippi State. Uh, my brother was playing a playoff game, and my parents never missed a high school game for me, so they kept that same promise to my brother. Um, but I remember going to the locker room right before we went out to play, and I texted him. I said, you know, it, I'm about to turn up on him today. Like, I, it felt like it was going to be special. Um, so yeah. I think the second play of the game, I take a 60, 70 to the house. And I was like, I remember thinking in my head, like, I know they're watching on that bus going back home. Like, he was right. He knew he was going to do something today. When you're running that, you're you're running, you know, 60, 70 yards for a touchdown. Like, do, is there, do you remember? Is it, do you just like blackout or is it what's going through your head? Yeah, you definitely blackout. Um, it just, especially playing for so long, you just think, uh, just don't get caught. That's always what I used to think when I was playing. Don't get caught. Hey, listen, that works. But, you know, anytime you kind of Google you, and I've been doing a lot of it, you know, recently as I've been doing some research, you, you know, anytime they talk about college, right, and you playing football, it's always, you always see student athlete, student athlete. And so, you know, how, how did you, uh, you know, prior to prioritize academics over football? And was there a distraction there, like finding that balance? So where, where, tell us about that. 
Yeah, my parents were always preaching the importance of education. Um, even when I was playing, my dad used to always say, don't just work to be the guy uh, on the field. Work to be the guy in the suit that's sitting in the suites watching the football players. It's like, you can do that so much longer than you can play football. Um, and so even when, you know, when my injury happened, thank God that I was already on track to get my finance degree in three years. Um, so I ended up working out to where I got my master's degree um, in my four-year uh, college career. So uh, it's always been important to me and, and definitely helped propel me into what I'm doing now. Yeah, the... um. The mental side of the game, I, I always find, you know, so interesting. And, and I feel like it's such a differentiator for, for most athletes. You know, unfortunately, you, you dealt with your fair share of injuries. And your freshman year, you, you had a neck injury, um, but was able to bounce back in 2016 and led the SEC in rushing yards and touchdowns. So, like, I'm guessing your dream was to play, you know, pro football. And so how did you stay mentally strong through it all? man, just really God. I leaned on my faith heavily during that time. Um, you know, my family, there was never really a moment where I got to sit back and just soak in any sort of negativity that I was going through. It was always what's on to the next thing. You know, it was tough, obviously, to figure out what would be next. Um, but just with my family, my friends, my coaches, my teammates, um, it, it became way easier than it could have been. Yeah. I mean, is there any advice you'd give to a, you know, somebody going through an injury or a time where they're just like, they're kind of like not sure where their career is going to go? Yeah, uh, only advice is just today will be today's better than the day it was before um, and tomorrow will be better than it is today. You know, it, until you give up, it's never over. Um, and, and that's always the advice that I live by each day, even in my career now is just um, it might be pretty shitty now, but it, it always gets better eventually. That's awesome. Well, I'm going to reiterate and just like say the quote again, because your dad's advice was amazing. Don't yeah. work to just be the guy in the jersey on Sundays work to be the guy the nice suit that's in the suite of the stadium making all the decisions I mean I just I just love that quote right and yeah. so you know now now you've applied what you know what you're up to and um, you know doing that in your education and all that to funding uh, being the funding partner of Milk and Honey Sports tell us about that. Yeah, man, it's been a huge blessing. Um, so I, I've been working with my partner, Jake Presser, since 2018. Um, so I met him on Corlin Sutton's draft night. Um, and Corlin Sutton's business manager is a close friend of mine since middle school. Um, so it was just really uh, the perfect match to, be, you know, to build a relationship like that. So to go from working with him to being able to start, you know, Milk and Honey Sports um, with, I think at the time, maybe 10 clients um, and to now have 20 um, in the NFL and to have, what, 18 baseball clients now, it's a, it's a blessing to see how quickly we've grown and not even three years yet and, you know, how quickly we're about to continue to grow. Yeah, it's awesome. And, you know, tell us about some of the lessons you've learned on the field that it kind of translated to, you know, what you're doing now. Yeah, just the fact that it's a business, you know, um, even, you know, you go back to my injury, the world didn't stop when I got hurt in my career. And, you know, there was still a game to be played. Um, there was still a game to be finished. There was still a game planner for next week. Um, so when you realize that, you, you realize that you have to care about your career more than anybody else does. Um, and I preach that to my clients all the time. You know, it's you, you're you used to being the best player at your entire life everywhere that you've walked into the door and you get to the NFL and it's, man, they they don't care. They're not giving me the chance. And it's like, it's on you to create that chance. It's on you to show up to work every day and to increase your chances of making the team or making the play um, or being the superstar that you believe that you can be um, and that you can't rely on anybody else to make that happen but yourself. Yeah. And I know this might be hard because you're in the full out hustle right now, but it, have you had that like, oh man, we're going to make it or I've made it moment with, with uh, Milk and Honey yet? 
Man, I, it's daily. Um, you know, I, I still feel like, you know, I, I, my goal is to be the next super agent in this business. Um, and I'm, I just turned 27 years old and I know I have a lot of work to do. Um, but, you know, when you see your clients like Cam Curl or James Prochet, um, you talk to Cortland and you're like, man, you know, they, they show their appreciation for you and, you know, your team and what everything that you've done. It reminds you that you're on the right track. You know, I, I want to be the guy that has 10 first rounders every year. Um, but it takes me doing right by each and every one of my clients today to get there. And that's what we're doing right now. Yeah, that's awesome. And I got to ask, where the name comes from? Milk and Honey Sports? Yeah. So Milk and Honey is a music management company. Um, so it's about uh, maybe eight, nine years old now. Um, founded by Lucas Keller. Um, he's a, a beast, man. He's uh, based out of L.A. We have offices all over the world. Um, and he said, you know, in, in his path to being who he wants to be, um, he wants to open up a sports division. Um, so it went from, you know, just music to music and sports. And now we're into ventures and NFT space. So, um, you know, he uh, flew my partner and I down to L.A. Um, we interviewed with them and, you know, they loved our vision for what we wanted to do in this business. Um, they wanted to help us bring that to life and they've been nothing but great partners for us. So um, it is a biblical reference in terms of milk and honey. But when we decided to open up the sports division, we wanted to keep it and ride with it. You know, it, it's definitely something yeah. that we the meetings, you know, moms and dads and and, and uh, even the athletes are like, man, you know, I, I love the name or, you know, what's yeah, the yeah. name. So it definitely helped. Yeah, and when you say that music company or Milk and Honey Music was huge, man, Justin Bieber, Doja Cat, Drake, Selena Gomez, like it was yeah. huge. So, and obviously yeah. you're keeping up your side of the bargain with what you guys yeah. do on the sports yeah. side. If but we do, if we can do what they've done on the music side, on the sports side, we'll be just fine, man. I, I, I love it. And, and, you know, here, like, you know, playing field is super important, like supporting each other in this community here. And, you know, I, I, one thing I saw is, you know, you're involved in the new canned espresso martini drink. Tell mm -hmm. us about that. Just tell us how the community here at Plainfield can support what you're up to. No, I appreciate that, man. Uh, like I said earlier, my fiance, I've been together with her for almost three years now. Um, before her, I hated coffee growing up. Uh, my mom always tells a story about when she was pregnant with me, uh, she couldn't walk down the coffee aisle because it would make her nauseous. So my entire life, I hated coffee, hated the smell. Um, but when yeah. me and, uh, with me, my fiance first started dating, um, she used to always order espresso martinis. And I used to always make her try a lot of different foods, but I would never try the, her drink. And so after one day, she was just like, you know, you, you got to try it. Like, it's not fair anymore. And I tried it and I loved it. I was like, man, you know, you put vodka in it, it tastes a lot better than, you know, <laughs> just straight. Um, and so we just, we always have a date night once a week whenever, you know, I'm in town. Um, and it, that's always a part of the end of our date night. So um, a couple of years ago or about a year and a half ago, she was like, you know, or I told her, you know, let's start a business together. You know, we're getting more serious in our relationship. Let's, you know, let's own something together. Um, and we sit outside every night and talk to each other about our day. Um, she came up with the great idea of, of creating a can of espresso martini. So um, it, it was, it's been a process that we thought would take six months. Uh, it took a year and a half to get here. Um, but just finding the right formulation, um, finding the right partners. Um, finding the right uh, ingredients to make it health conscious, um, but still be able to last long term. Um, you know, it's definitely something that we want to make special. Um, and, you know, we're here now. So I'm, I'm very thankful and excited to be in a position to bring that to the world. Awesome, man. I'm excited to do uh, when you're ready to launch. We got to get that in, in playing field with a little maybe a little friends and family there. Get everybody. We, we definitely got you. Man. You got you got a box coming your way. All right, buddy. All right. Well, last question here. I'll let, I'll let you go. I know you're I know you're busy. I mean, I assume you grew up a Cowboys fan. Is that correct? That's actually not correct, man. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> it's not even – I I always joke with people. They've won three playoff games uh, since I've been alive. So, you know, growing up and it's it's always Cowboys, 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 and I'm like, they, yeah. we don't win anything. Uh, but, now, to their credit, though, I've, I always grew up a fan of players instead of teams. Um, and yeah, and it's even better now that I'm in this profession that I don't have a fandom over a team. But I, I definitely am. I root for the Cowboys just, you know, All like right. a hometown. 
All right, cool. I mean, I, I want to know any predictions this year and all that, but if you're not a fan, then I, I yeah, we're not to talk you, to that one, unfortunately. Yeah, you can't make predictions when you're you know <laughs> representing guys and all that. I, I understand right. that, but Raleigh, I appreciate it, man. Your uh, energy and smile is super contagious, and uh, we'll be following along everything you're up to. And so, I really appreciate your time today, and uh, we'll uh, definitely be talking soon. I appreciate you being. I had a great time on here. <laughs>